Welcome to Money, Mindset, and Marketing for Photographers. I'm your host, business coach, and former photographer, Safina Duke. Let's challenge the rules of how you think you should be doing business. We'll look at what it really takes to sell your work for thousands of dollars and attract the clients who will love to pay you for it. Listen on to start creating your dream portrait business. Hey guys, welcome to the very last podcast of the year. Isn't it insane that we have gotten through almost two whole years now of a pandemic and of working on our businesses despite all of the challenges and crazy things that life has thrown our way? Um, I really want to celebrate this podcast for starting this year and continuing and so many people getting value out of it. And the fact that I just started it, even though I thought that it was going to have to be some sort of fancy, um, super famous <laughs> version of myself that was making it, it turns out that it wasn't. It was just, it just needed to be started and it just needed to start helping people. And here we are. So if you found the podcast useful in any way, I would really appreciate for you to go to the review section, leave a review, leave a five-star rating, only five stars. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. But leave a rating and like put it out there so other people can see it because I think we're talking about our industry in a way that no one's ever talked about it before. So as we speak, I've got both of my kids home with me. I've got a almost three-year-old girl now and an eight-year-old boy, and they are upstairs running around and babysitting each other. And that's how my winter break is going. The three-year-old refuses to sleep. (laughs) I'm calling her three. She's not three yet, but in my head, she's almost three, and she refuses to sleep, so we're all a little bit sleep-deprived. But besides that, I can't complain. Had an amazing holiday, and I hope you did too. And as usually as what usually happens whenever I take any time off or when I like kind of disconnect from my business for a little bit is I have these huge breakthroughs and information downloads. And that's something that definitely happened to me over the few days around Christmas. It was insane. (laughs) There were lots of like emotions involved. There were lots of like perspective shifts involved. And I really want to share this with you today. And I think it's just like such a good episode for you as we're going into the new year and looking at who you want to be in the future. So let's get into it. Here's the thing. Most of my clients come to me because they're so frustrated with themselves. They're frustrated with their business. They're frustrated with their life. They're frustrated with their money situation. And at around the time where they start to want help is when they've realized that like, it's their responsibility and it's not everyone else's fault that they're not <laughs> successful or where they want to be, right? So they've started to take responsibility for the fact that they haven't created exactly what they wanted, that they don't have the exact results that they want in their life. And then they turn that into kind of just not feeling good enough and not like taking it so hard on themselves, right? Like, taking all the responsibility, putting it all on their back and just being like, you should be better. You should be showing up more. You should be doing this differently. You should have figured this out by now. And I've been just thinking a lot about this because I have always been a very motivated person. And I've always been, I was raised by like 
a parent, my dad, who pushed me to be like, if I didn't get the A, if I got an A on my test, he was like, well, what did you miss? Like, why did you not get an A plus? That's how I was raised. And so I always had these like super high expectations of myself and these super high aspirations for where I want to go in my life. And I still do. But I've started to see it a little bit differently recently. The way that I used to see it was kind of like, you have all this potential and you have this like amazing person that you're going to turn into. And so you better like go become that person before it's too late, basically. (laughs) And I really want to just offer to you because I know my clients are the same way. Like I know that you guys are, you have such big aspirations for yourselves and you know you can do so much in the world, but that's not really the correct way of looking at it, or maybe not the most useful way of looking at it. Because everything that we do, when we do it from a place of thinking that we will become more worthy and more enough and better once we get there, is also saying to the universe that we are not worthy, we're not enough, we're not there now. And anything that we do from that place will always perpetuate that feeling no matter what we accomplish. And I see that with some of my clients and colleagues that are very successful and they still are in the same, they have the same feeling that they did before they had made any money, before they had gotten any success in their business. And they just keep themselves in that current state of that cycle going around and around and around, achieving more, achieving more. And what it always does when you're taking actions out of that feeling of not enoughness is it just makes it more. (laughs) Like it just makes it a bigger feeling. And it might give you like temporary dopamine hits and temporary, you know, little feelings of wins, but it always leads you back to the same place of an even deeper feeling of not enoughness. I was thinking about how when we were first born, we were just babies and we didn't have any of the conditioning that we have now um, from society and from our parents and the world and everything. And we just were like doing things we're just developing on our own, on our own schedule and just kind of like doing it however we wanted. There was no rush. And I want you to think about if you have babies too, like think about the difference between a six month old baby that cannot walk yet and maybe a one-year-old baby that has started being able to take its first steps. Do you see the baby that can walk as like better than the six-month-old, right? Are you like, oh, yeah, they're definitely like a more advanced version of themselves. They're way better. They're way more special now that they can walk. Like what? That doesn't make any sense, right? The six-month-old is not supposed to be able to walk and they're perfect the way that they are and they're perfect as a (laughs) six-month-old. And we don't have any problem seeing babies like this or seeing like you know, animals like this. But when we look at ourselves, we're so hard on ourselves. And I've thought a little bit about 
what triggers this for us. And I want to give you some of my thoughts on how this shows up. So what happens is that essentially we're putting the control of our feelings, of our enoughness, of our self-esteem, we're putting that on external circumstances. This could be anything from being like, I will be happy once I'm making this much money in my business. This could be, I'll be happy once that guy likes me and thinks I'm special. (laughs) This could be, I'll be happy once I have lost the weight. Whatever it is that we're like putting into the future on something that's like not actually in our direct control right now. And so when we do that, what we're essentially doing is saying, I am not a good enough person right now, but I will work on this thing and work on it really, really hard so I can earn my worthiness once I'm at this other place. So do you see how off that is? Just like the idea that you're not inherently worthy right now, the idea that you're not enough right now, that you have to get somewhere else and prove something to yourself before you can feel okay with yourself. Can you imagine, once again, going back to the baby example, like the newborn being like, no, I'm not a good enough newborn because I can't walk. (laughs) It just makes no sense, right? They're just not at that stage of their life where they're walking. They're supposed to be a newborn just like you right now, like you're supposed to be in your journey right now and you're supposed to be in the process of learning the skills that you're learning right now. And you're not supposed to be the next version that has whatever it is that you're going for. And one thing that I've realized that happens to all of us when we go through like learning to make money or learning to change your body or getting into a relationship, like all those different examples that people just really, really want in their lives that they think is going to make them feel so much better is that once you have that thing and you look back on your old self, you are just going to wish that you were a lot nicer to yourself during the process. Like you're not like, oh, you were a piece of shit because you didn't have it yet right? Like you're going to look back on your old self and you're going to be like, oh, I just wish that I trusted her more. I just wish that she knew that it was all going to turn out. I wish I wasn't so hard on her. Wish I didn't spend the whole entire time being miserable. So where this all stems from is when we feel bad or when we feel out of control or when we don't feel like enough. Or I know for a lot of my clients, it comes from when they don't feel like they have money. Like that's a bad feeling. The feeling of being in debt. We're not being able to pay a bill. It just stems from like this negative feeling, right? And so instead of like fixing the negative feeling from within, that's where people tend to go to something that seems easier to control, which is like an external thing which is I'll just like, I'll just get this done and then I'll feel better. This also comes from the feeling of wanting to be in control, right? So like you, you can be triggered by feeling 
out of control in your life or out of control from the events. Like, for example, the pandemic. For a lot of people, that triggered their feeling of just like being completely out of control of what's going to happen in the world and their lives and everything. And the way that we as humans tend to like want to fix that is we want to find ways that we are in control. So we want to like fixate our thoughts on certain things and we want to try and control a way to still feel good. I see this with my clients a lot. A lot of photographers do this too, that whenever they don't feel in control of like the selling and making money and marketing aspects of their business, they hone in so deeply on the things that they can control, which are buying shit and editing and learning to shoot and like all of the things that feel like they know how to do it already. And so I want you to take a second to think back to, you know, we all have those periods of time in our lives where we're not at our prime, where things maybe our circumstances are not going well and we're stressed out or maybe we've had trauma and think about the way that you tend to react and the things that you tend to fixate on then because people use all sorts of things as ways to like regain that control like the like focusing on drama focusing on being in problems in your relationships focusing on your kids and like pouring everything into your kids and not yourself Focusing on keeping your house clean, right? Like all of the things that we do to avoid that. There are two solutions that I think will fix all of these problems. And they both come with building up trust in yourself and in life, basically. (laughs) So first of all, when you're not feeling good enough in your life and Maybe you're experiencing a lot of negative emotions or maybe you just don't feel proud of yourself or happy with yourself. Instead of trying to put that into the future, into an achievement, bringing it back to starting to build that trust with yourself again. So I'm going to give you some examples of what this looks like. So for a lot of my clients, what it looks like is going into your past and starting to forgive yourself for all of the things that you're holding against yourself. Because of course you're not going to feel good enough if you have a story about how you should have done all these things differently and how you messed all these things up. And instead of being like, oh, I'm going to feel better because I'm going to lose 100 pounds or something that's like going to take you a long time, you can start build building self-esteem with yourself by doing things that you can do today. Like you can do something today to build your own self-esteem. And that means that you could tell yourself you're going to complete a certain task in your business and then get it done. Or you could tell yourself that you're going to cook a healthy meal and then get it done. Or you could purposely look for ways that you are helping your clients, that you're valuable to your clients. You could purposely read through reviews of ways that you've helped people. These are all things that our brain, our negative biased brain is not going to do by itself. We have to like ask ourselves to do these things and notice how they're all so much more boring and more simple 
than the big crazy goals that we set to make ourselves feel better. They're more of a day-to-day thing. They're more of something that you start to build up with yourself. So it's like the example, like stop waiting for something to show up and make you feel special and figure out why you're not feeling special right now. Stop waiting for something to happen to make you feel good enough and figure out why you're not good enough right now because that's coming from your own brain. It's not coming from anybody else or any of your circumstances or what size of dress you are or how much money's in your bank account. And ask yourself this question. Do you want to keep putting your happiness outside of yourself and into the future? Do you want to keep letting other people and other things, giving them the power to make you happy and fulfilled with your life? And what happens when you stop, you decide to stop doing that and chasing things is that you have so much more energy to put into actually building yourself up from the inside out. It takes a lot of energy to chase out outside external things. And the other thing that I thought a lot about lately is just the trust in life. Like if you're going through something right now and you don't know how you're going to get to the other side of it, what if that's just how it feels sometimes? <laughs> like what if you're not supposed to understand how everything's going to work out. That's been a hard concept for me personally because I'm a very big picture thinker and I like to be on top of things and I like to be like, okay, that's fine. You're giving me a lesson, life. What is it? What is the lesson though? I have to know it or I'm not going to do it. <laughs> and I've had to start to change that to like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to stick with myself. I'm going to stick with my life and ride it out and just understand that I'm not supposed to know the answer right now and I'm not supposed to know what this is all about. Do you want to view your life in this linear way that so many people have made it about? Like you're supposed to just, you know, I don't know, become super successful in your 20s and 30s and then what? And then you like deteriorate for the rest of your life. I mean, that's the narrative that people give us. (laughs) Is that how you want to live your life? Do you want to only be worthy when you're like at the top of your game, physically, financially, mentally, all of those things? Or do you want to be worthy the whole time? Do you want to appreciate the whole part of the process? The baby stage all the way to the learning and the growing pains, all the way to the success and all the way to the end of your life where your body is going to be not the same as it used to be, and your mind's not going to be the same as it used to be, and that's okay. That's how it's supposed to go. Your business is a journey of remembering how extraordinary you are. The more that you remember, the more that you will impact the world and the more money you will make. And so you are not becoming more extraordinary because you make more money. You are making more money as you realize how extraordinary you are. You're not becoming worthy as you lose the weight. You're losing the weight because you realized how worthy you are. You see the difference? 
So I don't know about you, but when I think about my goals from this place and I set my vision for who I want to be in my business from this place, I feel so much more calm and grounded and it doesn't feel rushed. It just feels like this is happening no matter what because I don't need it to happen to be any better or to be any safer than I am today. So I really hope that this episode was helpful for you. This has been a huge, huge thing that I've honestly been like kind of going through and learning myself through this whole year. And I feel so thankful to just kind of be seeing it from a bigger perspective right now. And yeah, I really hope that you enjoy the rest of your 2021 and have a great new year and start to 2022. And I will see you in the new year. If you're ready to take your portrait business to the next level, you can work with me one-on-one in my six-month coaching program. We'll look at exactly how you've created your current results and dissolve all the ways you're still blocking income. Go to the link in the show notes and book your free business consultation call. And if you're loving the show, make sure you join us in the free Facebook community, Money, Mindset, and Marketing for Photographers. We'll see you in there.